Hey everyone, this is Rico. Yeah, kind of a surprise. Uh, this is uh, going to be a um, podcast. Yeah, Trucks and Sci-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I was going to do a guest show or have a guest show this week, but uh, I'm going to do a show anyway uh, because, well, I think I'm going to do a guest spot next week and then the week after that will be a video cast for Halloween. And I had a little more time this weekend. It's pretty, been pretty bad weather outside, a lot of rain, so... Not a lot of time to go out and do work around the yard, so I'll do a little... It's going to be kind of a shorter-than-average podcast, though. I'm going to shoot for about a half hour here. I want to just talk about a few subjects, catch everyone up on the latest episodes, uh, or what I thought of them, at least, of of Discovery and Orville, and talk quite a bit about the, the Last Jedi trailer. That was kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about in this short, we'll call it a grab-bag mini-cast slash whatever uh, for this week. This is going to be podcast, I think it's 6.54, and it is October 15th, 2017. So yeah, the last Jedi trailer dropped, as they say, uh, during Monday Night Football last Monday, about a week ago. And I wanted to talk about that, because it looks good. There's a surprise. I'll tell you about my ticket buying experience, too. That was that was a fun, uh, not fun. Uh, but um, And I want to talk a little bit about audiobooks. I've been really enjoying a couple audiobooks. Uh, or audiobooks in general over the last year or more, uh, more than I used to, and bring um, probably point out a couple that I've enjoyed quite a bit. So, uh, again, just kind of a mix of things this week, uh, a shorter show, but uh, I think it should be fun. Uh, sit back, relax, and uh, let's do this thing. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Hello again, folks. Welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi, this special kind of grab bag edition show. Got a little unexpected, but uh, I still feel a little bit guilty maybe from that uh, missing that show a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> not that I should really, right? Yeah, I mean, guilt, that's that's not my style, or I try not to have it be my style. Anyway, um, the um, there's a lot of things going on in the world of geekdom, sci-fi, and everything. We had New York Comic Con. We had a new Justice League uh, movie trailer drop. We had the Last Jedi trailer uh, last Monday. We had all the CW superhero sho- shows, shoes, 
their shoes are, were on the shows, uh, you know, obviously. So the, the superhero shows were back next week, Supergirl, Flash, uh, Arrow, and, and Leeg- uh, Legends, I was going to say Leagues of Tomorrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, uh, we had more Gifted, we had more Orville, we had uh, more Star Trek Discovery, of course. Once Upon a Time came back, if you watch that. Uh, man, it, it it's... It's a lot. We have Inhumans. Uh, uh, it's it's just it, it it it's a geek a geek dream come true. I think really on television and, and movies too. So uh, yeah, let's let's just dive right into it. Um, let's go through uh, some TV over the last week. Um, let's start with um, let's start with the Trek like shows. We'll call them Trek like. Uh, uh, we both have uh, Star Trek Discovery last uh, Sunday night with with the episode. The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry, uh, the second longest title in Star Trek television history, uh, the longest being uh, from the original series for The World is Hollow and I Have Touched the Sky, that third season episode. Not much longer, though, this one, or not much longer than this title. Uh, basically, this was a story about getting the spore drive working uh, and and everything that went into that with this, uh, what do they call it, Terragrade? Terragrid? whatever that little big big beast that they picked up uh on the on the USS Glenn uh that uh is becoming you know uh <laughs> becoming I'm going to call it uh, uh Michael Burnham's Salot I'm going to call it her little pet Salot because uh it, it turns out and and oh I should have probably um spoiler warning for for all of this show um there you go uh but um it seems it it appears that um you know, Michael is forming a little bond with this creature. This creature is being uh, is necessary for uh, for travel now with this new uh, spore drive thing that they've got going. And uh, it was pretty interesting episode. A lot of things uh, a lot of things happened. A, a lot of uh, things came out that we we didn't know about. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. I find that the um, I find that the show is. I got a little distracted for a second because my doggy Kaylee came downstairs in a panic. What's up? puppy what's going on what's going on it's probably raining or maybe there was a crack of thunder who knows um the the show star trek discovery is slowly growing on me it's getting more interesting each episode uh, we we haven't really had a um a star trek series well we've never had a star trek series like this before for a number of reasons and i pointed that out already many times and i'm going to keep talking about the show uh throughout the season but it's a, it's a very, very ongoing story. I, I mean, whether they're ever going to do sort of a standalone story during this whole season of 15 episodes, I, I don't know. Uh, this week's episode, the preview was, it looks like Lorca gets captured by uh, by the bad guys, by the Klingons, I think. And, well, that's going to be a problem. And uh, but, um, but yeah, and Lorca's, he's kind of a, you know, he's not the nicest guy, that's for sure. He's not any like a captain that we've ever seen before, and I and I know all these things are obviously uh, intentional, and they're trying to make something. I think they're trying to make something very much they feel is is a product of the, of the current times to a degree. Although you know, they're honestly not hitting a lot of like you know what was that? Their um, I think they're only their fourth episode, right? We had the two hours originally. We have context is for kings. The third one where Burnham joins Discovery, and then then last week. So there's only been four, four a total of four episodes so far. But um, 
but yeah, I uh, I like it. It's different. Uh, I I think it's it's got a certain kind of style and appeal, and it certainly looks amazing. And the cast is great. Uh, I I just you know there there are times where I say to myself, you know, I I wish, I I wish almost that that it it's it's an intense show. You know, there are so many intense shows. Oh, another new show or another show that came back. Not a new show, but new for the fall that came back. That's another intense. I'm going to label things as intense. Uh, um, the um, the other uh, show that came back that is a big f- uh, favorite of mine is called Mr. Robot. You know, you got shows like The Walking Dead. You got uh, Mr. Robot. You have now Star Trek Discovery. Uh, the um, you know you have a, a lot of you know even this new one, The Gifted. Yeah, very, very a lot of very very serious intense shows. So I guess it's kind of nice to have the Orville out there. And and I do watch some comedies and things. I mean, I watch The Big Bang Theory. I watch Family Guy. By the way, Family Guy is great. And the other thing that's funny, uh, a really uh, fun show, well, I've always found it pretty funny, uh, is um, South Park, uh, which is hitting on a lot, a lot of topics. Uh, my point of all this is there's a lot of very, very intense television on. And, you know, there are times where I wish that, that Star Trek would, would maybe not fall so hard into that category. Let's put it that way. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, uh, the new episode of uh, Orville, the Krill, which we learn more about this, this you know, basically their, their, their enemy. They have Krill and, and Star Trek has Klingons, both with Ks, apparently. Uh, Krill just, isn't that the stuff that whales eat? The little uh, organisms in the ocean? Isn't that Krill, I think? <laughs> krill shrimp, little mini shrimp or whatever. Um, but this episode was basically the... the uh, Malloy, I think is his name, the the pilot, and, and Captain Mercer um, going to Seth MacFarlane going to the a Krill ship to get a to get a book uh, that they wanted to to uh, learn more about the Krill and allow or it they had to dis- disguise themselves as Krill. So that's a classic Star Trek thing right there. You know, just disguise yourselves as the as the enemy and inf- to infiltrate the enemy lines to get something, steal something, grab something, grab a person, whatever. You know, I think every Star Trek series has done that, you know, at least once, if not multiple times, way back even in the original series with the Enterprise incident. Um, but, yeah, this was a good episode. They, you know, they're really, you know, each each episode of the Orville, I, I like the show more and more. I, I liked it from the start. But, you know, they're really, really making each episode count for something and have like a um, a little bit of a morality kind of message in there. And this week it had to do with there were some children aboard this Krill ship that they infiltrated. And without giving every little detail away, um, you know, the captain, you know, they, they had to do some things, but they were they didn't want to, you know, off the children, basically. And, and a very Star Trek kind of story. And the enemy not quite understanding you and you trying to make them understand uh, your point of view and so forth. Uh, so they're up to episode six of that. I think we're only getting... I think I said this last week when I talked more about the Orville. We're only getting 13 episodes of of Orville. So, um, yeah, we're almost halfway, believe it or not, through the season. Uh, but, yeah, I'm enjoying both shows. Let's let's really quickly go through some of the other stuff. CW stuff, Supergirl, great premiere episode. If, you, if you're someone who was into Supergirl a little and maybe faded away, I, I, I would really, really um, suggest you take another look at it. The first episode of this season, which is season three now, it's pretty serious, and they've even, uh, uh, you know, at least it looks to me, they've kind of upped the level of 
special effects or some great scenes of, of um, Supergirl Kara flying and other things. She lifts up a submarine in this episode. Uh, some cool stuff. So um, check it out. Uh, the Flash, still probably one of my favorite, uh, probably my favorite superhero show. Uh, and uh, I, I just love the feel of it. I love the cast, their their camaraderie. Uh, and uh, Barry Allen, uh, Grant Gustin as, as The Flash is 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 been perfect. I think we're at season four now for The Flash, I think. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. I'm not going to say too much about these, but uh, love that show. Love the, the fact that it's back now. Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, uh, always a goofy kind of fun show. Doesn't take itself too seriously. And, and again, kind of like the Orville, I think we need that kind of stuff. Um, and then Arrow, which has been moved, uh, at least in the U.S. here on the CW, to um, Thursday night, which kind of bugs me. I liked them when they were Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, it was Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and DC Legends of Tomorrow. Now they've shoved DC Legends of Tomorrow on Monday after Supergirl, Flash is on Tuesday, and then Arrow is on Thursday. I don't know. It doesn't flow as nice to me as it used to. Um, plus, it, you know, it's just, uh, well, I liked it better the other way. Um, Arrow's back. A lot of things have happened with that show. I think we're in season six or seven now. I've lost track, but I, I still like that show a lot. I love the, the you know, Stephen Amell is, is perfect as, as Oliver Queen Green Arrow. Perfect casting. I, I've I've said before. I, I I just can't think of you know if they ever did a movie and include him in it, or include Air, Air, you know Green Arrow in the movie. He should be the Green Arrow in the movie. No one else is gonna be able to you know. It's just I mean yeah they're gonna bring someone else in I'm sure if they do it. But um, it, he's just he's just great. Uh, I really still kind of feel like even though what's his name Ezra. Ezra Miller, something like that, who's the Flash in the Justice League movie, um, who looks good, looks humorous, and looks fun. Uh, I still kind of was rooting for Grant Gustin to be the Flash in the movie. Uh, I know they want to keep these TV and movie things separate, but um, you know these guys. I I, I think uh, they they've they've paid their dues, and it's not like they're the main characters. So, um, but uh, what else? Gifted is still good. Second episode, a good one. Uh, Inhumans. I'm still kind of watching i guess or, or gonna try to watch it's only eight episodes um and mr robot i mentioned earlier which isn't really sci-fi although it kind of is because it involves a lot of tech and slightly in the future but man that show is um i've said before i think that that show is like a watching a movie each week it's really really good if you're into tech at all and computers and just kind of noir kind of things uh and and Things that keep you guessing, kind of. I, I was almost going to say the Matrix-like. Um, you should definitely be watching Mr. Robot. And uh, oh, Halt and Catch Fire, another computer type tech show, is just had its season finale. And uh, and believe it or not, no, I don't spend uh, my my days and nights just sitting in front of the TV with all this TV I've just gone through. I I work my way through it slowly. I'm still behind on a, on a few other shows, uh, and uh, I just kind of watch it when I can. And uh, you know, it just. Uh, it is. Uh, it does take a. It is a bit of a challenge these days to keep up. I don't watch things generally the night they air. A couple things I do, like Discovery Tonight. I'll watch the new episode. I've been watching that pretty much when it shows up on CBS All Access. But um, 
All right, I need a break. It's already 15 minutes into our about half-hour podcast for this week, so I need some tea, and I'll be back, and we'll get into talking about Star Wars and The Last Jedi trailer. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the trailer and then comment as I watch it with you, kind of like if I was doing a Star Trek episode or whatever. But I'll be back in a moment or two. Kapla Rico, conqueror of the airways, liberator of minds, glory to you and your podcast. Okay, uh, hey, I wanted to point out... uh, I think I've probably mentioned it. Uh, I'm going to be at the Austin Comic Book Convention again. I went, uh, I've gone several times, uh, met up with the Anomaly ladies there at their uh, table. They're going to have one this year. This is down in Austin, Texas. It is the weekend that the, actually the weekend that the Justice League movie comes out. It is, um, so there you go, you can remember it that way. But it's Friday, it starts on Friday, uh, November 17th. 2017, of course. Uh, the hours on Friday are 4 to 9. It's uh, then Saturday, 10 to 7 that weekend, November 18th, and November 19th, Sunday, 10 to 4. I'll be there pretty much the whole time. Got to leave a little bit mid-afternoon on Sunday to catch my flight back to uh, Michigan. But uh, yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to dress uh, this year. I'm going to dress up. Uh, I think we're going to probably end up doing Star Wars one of the days. Uh, I'm going to do, uh, I've got picked up a few things. I'm going to do a full Indiana Jones look uh, for at least one of the days. So yeah, going to be a good time. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing all my friends again. And hey, if you're in the Texas area or anywhere else that you feel like hopping on a bus, plane, train, car, whatever, bicycle, and, and, and joining us and visiting with us there, it would be great to see anyone that is a fan of Anomaly or Trex and Sci-Fi or anybody else that uh, enjoys uh, this kind of stuff. Going to have a lot of celebrities there this year, too. Probably the biggest celebrity lineup uh, in, this will be my fourth time going, I think. 2013, 14, 15, skipped last year. Yeah, fourth time going. I mean, they got Jason Momoa. They got Aquaman. They got Kate Beckinsale, you know, from, uh, uh, you know, from uh, the, all those movies. (laughs) No, I, I know what she's in. Underworld, Van Helsing, Total Recall. Val Kilmer's there. Gene Simmons is there. Felicia Day's there. Jewel State, Sean Mayer, Summer Glau. Uh, I mean, you know, Napoleon Dynamite, John Hedder, Joe Flanagan from Stargate Atlantis, who you don't see a lot. That's kind of cool. Um, they got some of the Charm Girls, like Holly Marie Combs. I know Angela will be happy about that. We've got some guys from The Walking Dead, like Michael Cudlitz. Is that how you say that guy's name? Michael Rooker. Uh, Nichelle Nichols. Uh, I mean, Jason Mewes, I mean, Lonnie Anderson, Emmy Caulfield, uh, Kevin Conroy, Lou Ferrigno, who's always there. I think he lives there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I- I'm super, super excited. I've actually got, <laughs> in the next about month and a half or so, I have three uh, three trips going, two work things. Actually, this coming week, I'm going to be in uh, out west in California mostly San Diego and uh, down a little bit in Tijuana, Mexico for a trial. And then the last week of this month, first week of November, I'm going to be actually in Las Vegas for the big SEMA car show. Uh, and and then uh, then this con, a couple weeks after that. So I've got a lot of flights, a lot of travel coming up in the next month and a half or so. But it's exciting, and I haven't gone anywhere since really since Germany in July. I haven't really gone on any trip, so I'm looking forward to all this. Uh, especially, of course, uh, Austin Comic Con with my friends. So stop on by. Come see us. 
All right, let's get into uh, let's get into this uh, Last Jedi trailer. So, in in traditional and or in 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 the tradition of what they did with the Force Awakens and I guess Rogue One a little bit, although I think we saw a lot more of that. They've really really kept uh, what we're what we've been given video and trailer wise for this to a pretty bare minimum. We we had that little bit of a trailer teaser thing. Uh, that came out during the uh, Star Wars celebration back in April that I was at uh, with with Chris and Joe and and Jedi Jeff and and you know it was a fantastic time. So we saw that. So uh, and it was announced maybe it was a while ago, month maybe more. I don't know. It depends on when you call an announcement these days. Is it official or unofficial? But the um, the they they talked about that there was going to be this trailer coming in early October with during uh, Monday Night Football, which they did uh, the same pattern with uh, I believe the Force Awakens did a similar thing because I can remember doing that and having to watch football or kind of pay attention to when halftime was because it always varies a little bit in football. You know, you can't just it's not like a, a television show that lasts an hour, so you have to kind of keep an eye on the clock and and depends on timeouts and commercials and things. So it was. Uh, we were told that it was going to be during halftime. At least we knew that, and it was going to be on last week's Monday Night Football. So we don't. You know, we haven't had a lot of um, gotten a lot of look at this movie yet, really, which is good. I'm all for that. Give us a little bit. Don't give us too much. Uh, so, uh, so they gave us this trailer. I think it looks pretty good. I'm super excited. Uh, let's let's let let me play the trailer for you now. I'll comment as I watch it what I think, and and then I'm going to come back and tell you a little bit about. A couple other things of what I thought and also about my ticket buying experience. I do have tickets, but it was a bit of a, a challenge, let's just say. So uh, so here we go with the only the second trailer so far uh, to um, episode eight. Yes, eight. Uh, the Last Jedi. So we got Kylo Ren looking at some kind of factory or place of making these new kind of walkers. Untamed power. Try to kind of keep the volume and low, but at least so you can hear where we're at. So Kylo Ren picking up his lightsaber off some big Something red room. Truly special. Yeah, Ray. So it looks like it obviously picks up right after uh, the Force Awakens. Inside me has always been there. It's definitely a Ray Journey race story, of course. It looks just amazing. And I need help. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough. So it looks like we flashed back a little bit to Luke uh, with what happened with his Jedi training temple place. Kylo Ren. With his weird scar. <laughs> Kill it. We get to see him flying in a fighter here too, which is is nice for a change. I, I, I'm glad we're gonna see that. He should be an amazing pilot, right? I mean, Han Solo with his father. This cave that the uh, oh, there's the porg. Oh. And Finn fighting, you know, shiny chrome lady. 
Little ice doggies. Is Ray going for a swim? <laughs> Snoke. Looks like she's torturing Ray. I need someone to show me my place in all this. So there it looks like she's talking to Kylo Ren and they're not like fighting. You know, it kind of looks like there's a potential there for, you know, this trailer is really interesting because it's giving you, I believe, obviously a lot of misdirects and things, I, I, I think, but maybe not intentionally misdirections. Maybe that is the way the movie goes. Uh, there was a thing I saw online about Andy Serkis saying that um, that this trailer is a, is a really good representation of how this movie is going to feel to see and, and, and watch. The um, You know, there, there's this idea that uh, it's been talked about a lot. You know, everybody online, fans since The Force Awakens was around, was this idea that Maybe Kylo Ren will actually, you know, be pulled back to the to the light, pulled back to the good side. Who knows? Maybe Kylo Ren will be pulled back to the good side, and um, Ray will go bad. Who knows? Who knows? I can't really. I I I can't see Ray going bad. I believe that she she just. I mean, I'll, I'll give you any. I'll give you one little example. The way she she handled and and stuck up for BB-8. Uh, and I know you got the whole force and it's seductive and it pulls you in and all this stuff, but you know, she wouldn't trade BB-8 for food. It was just a droid. I, I just, just never could believe that Ray would go to, um, she may do things that she doesn't realize are, you know, she may be sort of like an Anakin situation where she thinks she's doing the right thing, but it's maybe not really, you know, for the right reasons or for the wrong people possibly, and just be a little... She's certainly going to be probably a little naive. I mean, even in the trailer there, she's saying, I, I need I need someone to tell me where my place is in all this. So she's looking for guidance and direction. I think, uh, you know, I was texting with Chris a little bit about this. You know, he's thinking and, you know, he threw out like, you know, maybe they, they make it look very much in the trailer like that um, Kylo Ren, you know, Ben uh, kills kills Leia, kills his mother, you know, and, and that's maybe how Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia, uh, passes away in this movie I you know he, he said well maybe it's just the first order that does it and then that's what angers Kylo Ren and he actually turns against them for doing that uh, I even had a weird thought and I, I know this has been thrown around a couple times I had a weird thought this morning as I was kind of thinking about this and getting ready to to record was what if Han Solo isn't dead <laughs> you know I mean it, this is Star Wars and, and they've certainly done weirder things I mean my goodness they uh they cut um, they cut Darth Maul in half, and he still came back. So uh, I, I I mean, just to go to lightsaber through the chest, there's no reason why they couldn't figure out a way to bring him back. I don't think it's going to happen. Although I think technically, isn't Harrison Ford in this movie now? Probably through some kind of flashback or Force Vision thing, maybe with Kylo Ren or something like that. There's also been this constant ongoing debate that I've read over the years. Of of who actually in, ignited Kylo Ren's lightsaber there, and who actually killed um, Han Solo? 
you know, there are people that saying, you know, Han Solo grabbed the lightsaber and, and actually ignited it and, and, and almost offed himself, killed himself. I don't believe that for a second. I think Kylo Ren completely did it. I, I think it's ridiculous to think that uh, somebody like Han Solo would, would kill himself uh, like that. That, that doesn't, doesn't, you know, was it a, maybe he reached for it and it was an accident? I don't know. I just firmly believe that, that Kylo Ren ran him through and that was that. So, uh, hey, spoiler warning for that movie from three years ago. But, uh, or two years ago, sorry. Yeah, the trailer, though, I'm so excited. Oh, my ticket buying story. So I, w- I won't go into a lot of depth. Let's just say I couldn't get tickets at the normal theater I go to uh, that I like. So then I jumped over to going to, I started to see there was things about this this fan event thing uh, on the, what is it, the 14th? Yeah, the day it opens, uh, well, it kind of comes out on Thursday, but technically it opens on Friday, the 15th, December, uh, here in the U.S., but there's supposed to be this fan event with some extra goodies. You get a few little collectible, like, I don't know, pack of Star Wars cards or something, uh, a free little popcorn, and, and and supposedly maybe some kind of little behind the scenes or some kind of extra footage we're going to see. Not in the movie, I don't think. it's. It just says something, you know, really cryptic about what that is. Uh, it'll probably be a little preview five-minute thing before the movie starts, I guess, or a behind-the-scenes of of it. Who knows? But um, so I said, you know, me being the fanboy that I am of Star Wars, I said, oh, yeah, I want to go to that, even though it was kind of expensive, frankly. Well, the the one theater, like I said, closest to my house was sold out, so I had to go to an AMC theater that's a little further away, which is a good theater. It's a decent theater. I've been there a few times. They've got an IMAX, and uh, although the fan event thing uh, is not in IMAX, apparently. But uh, so that meant I had to like sign up for their, you know, login with with a login for them. Uh, and then I had tickets in my card. It wasn't working. You know, this was all after the, the trailer on Monday Night Football. Eventually I got tickets ordered, but then I didn't get a confirmation email from them, which came much later. I know they were bogged down on most of the reason for all this problem, but it was just a bit of a nightmare. And I was a bit annoyed that the minute I, you know, that the trailer had dropped, this uh, fan event thing at the, my local theater was already apparently sold out. I kind of thought the tickets were just going to kind of go up say, on sale when the trailer dropped. Apparently not so much. So, uh, But I did get tickets. I'm going to go uh, the 14th night with um, uh, Lynn, my wife, and my son Stephen and his wife Marcy. The four of us are going to go. My other son Eric, uh, who lives a little further away, uh, so he won't be able to go to that one. But then I'm also going to go again on Friday to this new super, super mega size IMAX that they're building at the local theater I go to. So, uh, so yeah. Oh, I'm already at about a half hour of show here. So let's wrap this up. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. I got my Star Wars t-shirt on today. Very excited. I hope we don't get a ton of, you know, 100 more trailers in the last couple of weeks before the movie comes out. I mean, we're only, what, two months away now. So uh, you don't need to give us much more. But of course they will, right? When when the when we get within that last couple of weeks, we'll get all kinds of little TV ads. We'll get a bunch more stuff. Um, what I'm wondering about the other thing I thought about in this trailer or this uh, podcast is going to go a little more than a half hour, of course, right? I can't stop, <laughs> can't stop myself. Um, what I'm wondering about is, will we get the first look at the Han Solo movie during or as a trailer for um, during Last Jedi? I would think yes. I, I think that makes sense, right? And we've seen so like i mean we see nothing about that movie basically except the fact that they had to change the director uh right so um like they seem to do on just about every movie they make for star wars these days 
except for this one, except for episode eight. So uh, I'm excited about that. Well, they didn't do it on Force Awakens. I guess it was J.J. Abrams. So I guess it's just happened with the um, non, um, let's call it, uh, trilogy films. So, okay, folks, that's it. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I've already told you next week I am going to do it or have a guest spot. And then in two weeks, we'll do a Halloween vidcast special, kind of a spooky little fun thing for Halloween before uh, that'll be coming out on just a couple of days before Halloween. So I hope you enjoyed this quickie, uh, shorter uh, podcast. I did. I was going to talk about some book stuff I mentioned earlier. Uh, The the two books that I wanted to mention uh, are Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson. I think I've mentioned it before. Great book. Um, And then there's another one called, I think it's called Time Play. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to pause the recording so I can look it up. No, not, it's not time play. Time play is that, that weird little game you play at the movie theaters. It's called time bound by Risa Walker. It's a trilogy. I've read the first one or listened to the first one. Both of those are great. Steelheart, I think is being adapted into a movie. Uh, so, uh, check those out when you get a chance. I was going to talk a little bit more about those, but I, I of course ran out of time. So, with all that said, uh, got a lot of things coming up soon uh, that are exciting in November. It's going to be a really busy couple of months here, the last part of the year, I think. Uh, we have um, Thor Ragnarok in early November. We have Justice League movie. We have The Last Jedi in December. Amazingly uh, great stuff to see at the movies. Blade Runner 2049, go see it. It's great. And a ton of television to watch. Way too much, frankly to keep up with so um with all that said thanks for listening as always if you want to support the podcast that's over at uh, patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash treks and sci-fi please do so if you enjoy the show and can spare maybe a dollar to a month appreciated uh, very much okay time to go and everyone have a great week enjoy uh what uh might good weather might be coming your way and enjoy things uh hey i'll talk to you again soon bye This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.